This is a podcast where we review cheese flavors. Cheese flavors. It's so good. Uh, I especially <laughs> like the espresso Swiss cheese. You just make that up? That's a thing? Espresso Swiss cheese? Coffee cheese? You making this up? No, I've had it. It's good. Coffee flavored Swiss cheese. You would be very surprised. I am down to try it. It was Swiss cheese and it had espresso like on the side of it. I just Googled it. Not a thing. It's totally a thing because I had it. (laughs) (laughs) Just Googled it. Okay. Wow, caught him (laughs) midline. Send us an email letters at makebelieveheroes.com if you've ever had espresso flavored Swiss cheese. See, he found it. Sounds like a crime, but I would gladly try it because it's two things I love, even though I don't think they belong together. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Cheese Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure for all ages. I am your dungeon master, your friend, your pal. My name is Paul, and today I'm joined by five... I'm not your Leave friend. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll put your name in to be drawn for a fresh will of cheese. <laughs> Jeffrey, don't know. <laughs> I, I would leave a five-star review for some cheese. I would totally leave a five-star review. That would be pretty cheesy. I'm Jeffrey, and I play... Cheese McGee. Kjorg. He plays Kjorg. I'm Felicia, and I play Margaret Stonefighter. I'm Ezra, and I play Claren. About said baller. Claren Cheese. Claren Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Zach and I play Chris. I'm Sam and I play Torgan Strong Eyes. Torgan Strong Eyes. All right, we are going to get to some Dungeons Dragons tonight. Everybody's wondering what's going on inside this cave. Wouldn't he get advantage on every perception because of his last name? The strong strong guys. Ah. We have some awesome D&D to get to today, but before we do, we have a couple things to take care of up front, such as a Patreon shout-out for one of our Patreon hey. supporters from patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes. And if you would like to get a shout-out live on our podcast, all you got to do is go to patreon.com and support us. Any tier, and we will give you a big old shout-out. Just like friend of the show, Kiernan Knox. Kiernan! Kiernan! Thank you so much for your patronage, for uh, supporting us, for all that you do. All that you do. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for the support. And, yeah, boy. Uh, oh, another way that you can kind of get your moment to shine on our podcast is by leaving us a five-star review. Just like this person left this review, which Zach is now going to read for us. Zach? This review was left by Big Riggs, five stars. The greatest thing to ever go in your ear holes. After listening to the first three seasons as they came out, followed by a binge of the entire series, I can firmly say that this is the best D&D podcast in existence. Any other production you can name is hot garbage compared to the brilliant role-playing, careful editing, dedicated storytelling from the DM, and spicy sound effects and music. 
spicy. Wow. <laughs> this show has made my commute one of the parts of the, my day I look forward to because I have a dedicated hour each way to listen to this near-perfect production. Thank you, MBH. I cannot wait wow. for the next seasons. P.S. Jim is the best character. Jim. Saul is overrated, slightly. And every time I go to the summit on my commute through the hills, I cry out, It's the people's champion! Yeah! Because it just feels right. Just feels right, you know? Thank you so much, Big Rick. So what is the slight imperfection in the podcast? There are plenty of imperfections, uh, but hey, thank you so much, Big Riggs, for those kind words. We appreciate it, and hopefully you still love the show. If you're wondering where we got all these really cool spicy sound effects and music like you mentioned, go check out at BattleBards.com. they got a lot to offer, and trust me, it's going to really transform the D&D game that you're a part of. Now, let's get to our D&D game, shall we? Let's do it. I'll begin with the rolling of a giant blue D20. You got a six. It's a four. Oh, 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 oh. I think we're good, boys, and Felicia. Oh, yeah. Or we're all dead. Let's talk about what happened last time on Make, Make Believe, Believe Heroes. Heroes. Last time, our party made the dangerous trek across the northern wastes of the Icefall Mountains. Four foot gap. Torgan wisely led them through the less traveled path, the more dangerous path. Because the valley area seemed to be overrun with those long fang orcs searching for their lost allies and perhaps this party of adventurers. They had a misstep here or there and some dangers there and here, but they managed to make almost two full days of travel. But in the last part of the final day, they had to make their way across a treacherous pass on the southern side of a mountain cliff. As they went across one by one, Mogert, the second to last to go, spotted something off in the distance in the direction where they first arrived in this area coming out of the mountain. There was smoke rising, like that of a small campfire. But as she made her way across and then Claren followed behind her, using his rope dart as an anchor, he made his way across, but then pulling it loose, the ping of the rock against the metal brought an avalanche rolling down the mountain toward them. Amazing. Running for their lives, they took off down the mountain, running, looking, searching, and Torgan spotted a tunnel up ahead, a cave in the mountainside. And just as the snow, ice, and earth came crashing down around them, they dove inside the cave. But now, they are trapped. We're trapped. We're trapped. It's a trap. You are trapped inside the mountain. You're in a cavernous tunnel. It's probably something like 15 feet across altogether. It's dark in here, but you can all see well enough in the dark. What do you do? I have dark vision. That's true. Is it just? It's just snow, right? There's, is it? Was it like real rocks too? I had to say it. You can't not say it. If you have dark vision, you can't not say it. I have dark vision. You know what I mean? It's true. I have dark vision. I am <laughs> dark vision. Um, for my action, I would like to, to see your- in the dark. <laughs> Uh, Torgan will get out his tinderbox and light up a torch. Okay, you light a torch. I want to put his torch out. The exit of the cavern Can't see in the dark. is full of uh, Torgan, snow. You're messing up but my... not just snow. It's packed down with snow, rock, dirt, and ice. Hey, 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 hey Zach. Hey, Zach. Hey, Paul. You realize suddenly that your dark vision isn't working. You forgot to change the batteries. And uh, <laughs> you know it, you forgot to bring any. I start smacking my hand like you do the remote 
You're out of luck, man. No dark vision. It's a good thing Torgan brought a torch. Oh, no, wait. You put it out. Now you can't see anything. Dang it. I want to cast the fourth level fireball and shut up <laughs> and melt the snow. <laughs> Torgan, you see the snow, stone, dirt, ice, pieces of what, you know, just, just all kinds of earth and different things just compacted. It's as solid as, as any wall. It would take you guys days to dig through this, and you know better than to waste your time trying. This would probably take days to dig through. We'd be wasting our time trying. Well, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> Claren, you got us into this. Get digging. <laughs> oh, goodness. Is there is there anything else in the in the cave? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start looking around. Scan around. It's it's pretty barren. You know, it's stone. Seems to be just like your run-of-the-mill cave, cavern, uh, you know, just kind of cut into the... Cavern. Well, it doesn't... I mean, you know, you can't really tell if it's just straight up a natural cavern caused by natural causes. You don't really have any reason to believe that it's not. It looks like a standard run-of-the-mill cavern, and it leads deeper into the mountain and downward. Mm. Not like steeply down, but just seems to be at a downward incline. Torgan, where does this cavern lead? Oh, I've been here many times. This is the way. Let's go. Right, Paul? You know the really? way. Right. You follow my All brother. Right. Is that what you say? No, no. I mean, you feel free to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally know where we're at. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. You got to keep right. up the Torgan confidence. Vacation here sometime. Well, uh, this wasn't exactly the direction I was trying to go, but seeing as there's a solid wall of... Ice and snow and rock. Uh, we might just want to see where this tunnel leads. Oh, you say it's a solid wall of snow? Oh, no. No, no. That is what I just said. Don't, don't provoke <laughs> do him. It, do George it. George tries to do, do what he does to the invisible wall at, <laughs> at the at the doggy inn. Go ahead and give me an athletics check. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not 20. It's a 17 plus 8. So twenty five. Okay, you take seven. You take seven bludgeoning damage. <laughs> what do you do? He you hits the ground. Run into the oh. wall. Did you just run. <laughs> Your shoulder cracks right into a big old boulder that's sticking up into the snow. Amazing. Like you go through like a half an inch of snow right into a boulder. Perfect. <sighs> it hurts. Kyorgi. Torgan starts walking deeper in. Yeah. Yeah. Torgan just turns around, and starts walking. Good plan, Torgan. Mogert follows him. I think you had the right idea, Torgan. Let's follow him. All right, marching order. Torgan. I would immediately try to catch up to Torgan. Mogert. Huh? I'm going to be in the back. So it's Torgan and then Kjord and then Mogert? Kjorgan. No, it's Mogert. Mogert's behind Torgan. Nope, Kjord's behind Torgan. I'm pretty sure you just ran into a wall, so I'm behind Torgan. But I already got up and ran back. You can both be behind Torgan. I really don't care. <laughs> Torgan in the front. Georg and Mogert are having some sort of weird competition to see who can be one step ahead. We're having we're like shielding around each other again, like we did <laughs> a right. couple episodes ago. Chris is in the back. Yeah. And then you got uh, Claren. Even though you're like up to my waist. I just noticed three of our party members start with K. Noise. So anyway, Torgan, you're leading the way. Why don't you go ahead and give me a survival check, Torgan? Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do this one with advantage because even though you are in the mountains, you're like inside the mountains, which isn't the same. You're right. in the mountain. You are the mountain. A 13 total. The mountain of the Okay, woods. the 13. You're leading your way down, and, and you're kind of looking. You, you spent some time spelunking. You spent some time in caves. 
this isn't your forte necessarily, but you know the safest way to travel. You know what to look for. You're looking for places that are particularly wet for a danger of like mudslides and things like that. You're looking for signs of life, droppings and things. And you do see like bat droppings and bats and things, but nothing too bat guano. Uh, concerning. Uh, you're keeping your eye out. You don't see any like skeletons leaning against a wall or anything like that for a while. Seems like a pretty natural place. There is some water you can hear dripping somewhere along the distance of this thing. But it's mostly stone, and um, you're just walking along. You guys come to a point uh, where the cave turns sharply. Uh, you go for a little further down, and it always seems to be, not necessarily always, but every time you continue forward, you always eventually come to a point where the, uh, the pathway is descending. Okay, It's going down. Um, and it turns to the right, and then it'll turn to the left, and then it'll turn to the right again. And, you know, it'll just kind of, it's just kind of a little bit of a maze. Um, but luckily, you don't come to any branches. There are spots where the cave will branch off, but it's always, it always comes down to the floor or maybe a spot that's too small for any of you to get down through. And then we see a skeleton sitting on top of a well, and I twist the arrow in him, and he falls down the hole. Do us a favor throw yourself in next time <laughs> you know you keep going it's cold in here but it's not as cold as it was out there you know you're kind of inside the mountain and so you've got that, that sort of inner earth temperature going on it's it's the wind is non-existent and it's more comfortable <laughs> in here although it's dark you suck the wind out of here uh, you've got you your did? torch lining <laughs> George's like there's like, not enough wind in here <laughs> <laughs> That was him sucking all the wind back in because it's it's gone. Descending is what we're wanting to do, right? Because we were. It is. Yeah, we were. Seems up. to be, you know, what you want. I mean, not exactly the way you wanted it, but right. Any what you, you want. want That's the way you need. Keep going. And let's keep going. Lead the way, Torgan. Travel for a while. It was already getting kind of late. You knew that you guys definitely didn't have more than maybe another hour or two of travel outside, but now that you're in here. You know, I mean, you don't have to worry about the deadly cold of night. You know, you do get a little tired, but what do you want to do? Do you want to keep pressing onward, or do you want to stop here? So, Torgan, do you, do you think we should rest, or do you think we need to keep on going? I'm feeling fine. If someone here needs to rest, I guess we can. Who, who has a watch on? Uh, who has a watch a on? A watch. <laughs> what is a watch? No one does. No one knows exactly what time it is. I feel great. I say we keep moving until we get tired. I agree. Um, I don't know because when you get too tired, you turn into a werewolf and start to bite people. She's got a point. But how tired is too tired? I don't want to find out. Oh, Kjorg. Go run into that wall again. So are you continuing forward or stopping for the night? <laughs> we're continuing, right? Yeah, we're continuing. I say we move on. Yeah, you keep going. You do not travel much further, maybe 20 minutes, when the path splits. Of course it does. Oh, no. Come to a Y in the road. One path leads down into the left. One path leads down into the right. Uh, are there any defining features that we can see from the Y? Okay, give me an investigation check. Do we enter in left or enter in right? Is anybody else helping him investigate? Sure. Sh yes. Uh, can I cast firebolts down the paths and see if I can, like, light up in the distance? What's your purpose in wanting to do that? 
I don't know, maybe like illuminate the paths, you know, like you could see the firebolt, see if we can see an end to one, if it's a dead end and like. Sure. Yeah, I'll say you can do that. Out of game, I know this is a really bad idea, but. Just go ahead and, and uh, cast, uh, bro, do me a, hold on a second, I just saw <laughs> your <George> roll. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> got a zero. He rolled a natural one with a negative one investigation. That is a zero. Kjorg. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Best roll ever. Kjorg, you you think you're in the ocean or something. I don't know what you what you're doing. I start swimming. He's swimming and he's in rocks. Killer. Anybody got a surfboard? What's up, bro? He's, anyway. he's surfing on Mogur's total uh, turtle <laughs> I'm asking for Chris to give me an investigation check. Okay. <laughs> dirty twenty. Okay, it's a dirty twenty. All right. You go to observe the two paths. You know, you kind of step in a bit and try to light it up with a firebolt or whatever it may be. You see that they are both heading downward. They both seem to continue downward. One leads more to the left. One leads more to the right. They curve off, so you can't really tell. You would have to travel a bit, you know, either way to learn much about it. Gotcha. I would say that the road... To the left seems slightly more damp than the one to the right. Dang. Hmm. Would Torgan know if they are like getting close to the Eldrum or like we're we're still days away? So Torgan, you would have expected, you know, if you guys had come down the other side of the mountain, that tomorrow you should make it into the area where you know the cabin to be. Okay. And it's a it's a cabin with the Eldrum in the cabin. Yeah, it's a small cabin. Yeah, you, you know the area where it is. Uh, you know you, you couldn't necessarily draw a map to it, but you can find your way there. So you're still hopeful that if you guys can get out of this cavern somewhere, even close to where you wanted to be, that you all can still make it there tomorrow. Because tomorrow will be the fourth day since you guys left the uh, mining outpost. One day till you got to the inn. Another day till you camped by the mountain, and then this is your third day. So after tonight, you will be in your fourth day, which is halfway through the week, and you guys have one week to get back before the gauntlet. So basically, you guys need to find the Eldrum tomorrow. And head back. And then hopefully Killmont <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, you know, like you guys are on a pretty tight time schedule. So here. we've got a lot to do tomorrow. Yeah, so you know, That's making right. as much distance tonight as you can before bed is probably pretty smart. So right or left? So a Torgan, right or left? Torgan's going to flip a coin. Flip a coin? Left it is. Some of us can go one way and some go the other. Is there a D2? Bad idea. I don't think there's a D2, but you can roll D4 and odds and evens. Yeah, we'll do odds and even. I think we should go left. All right. Sounds great. Uh, let's hope. Kjorg, you want to take the lead? Sure. I know exactly where we're at. All right. The ocean. <laughs> let's swim on. <laughs> Hear the waves? <laughs> the gulls, they're calling in the night. <laughs> anyway, so you guys head left. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the dank way? <laughs> yeah, that was the way. Moist way. Was that? Moist. It's the way, they, the way that seems slightly more damp. Do you know Moist. the wet way? You continue forward. You all walk. I'm going to say you travel about an hour. Uh, there's one point where you do have to climb down somewhat of like a little rock wall. and You can hear some water trickling. You cross over a couple of small little, not creeks, but, you know, just like water sources, like a spring, different places. 
Um, you come into one room that's like a large, watery, almost like it's gathering together in a little lake and running down into the mountain. And you guys can uh, walk around the side and continue the path. You keep going. Cure, give me a perception check. Nine plus zero. Okay, so a nine total. All right. Yes. We're still swimming. We don't notice anything particularly dangerous or anything like that. You know, you're just kind of watching your steps and trying to be careful, and you don't really notice much. Let's see. Everybody else, give me a perception check. Ah. Dirty 20. I got to 17. 22. All right, Claren. Noise, noise. Mulgart with a 19. Everybody else, you notice the sound of the wind blowing. Gilderk, is that you again? <laughs> what? It's what, me? Wait, are we close to the outside? You also notice it's cooler in here. We've got to be. Do you not hear the wind? What wind? Do we see a light or an end of a tunnel? You do not see any light. Mm. Keep going. You hear that You hear that wind? Let's go. We've got to be near. Now that they pointed out Cure, you can kind of hear it. And you all do notice it seems to have gotten a little colder in here. You push forward. You rush forward. 10, 15 minutes. You turn a corner. And there's an exit. Head for the exit. You seem to be on what would be the eastern side of the mountain now, which is where you were heading. Excellent. You come up to the edge and you can look out and you are actually pretty close to the bottom of the mountain. Hey. Which is good. It's where you wanted to be. And the exit is not very wide. It's almost like a little sliver. Uh, it's, It's definitely wide enough for all of you to squeeze through. But nothing very large could get in or out of this place. It's one that would be very easily hidden in the side of the mountain. And if you didn't approach from just the right angle, you may never have seen it. But it is dark outside. It is well past sundown, freezing cold out there. And you know that going out into it now would almost spell certain death. Yeah. All right. I think we should spend a few more hours in this cave, uh, make a little camp. I know some of y'all have got to be getting pretty tired, so uh, maybe we could all get a little, get a little shut-eye. That sounds like a great idea. Sounds good to me. Yeah. There are a couple of like natural like boulders kind of right inside the cavern here and in the area. You all just sort of set up a little camp here? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's cooler here, but it's not freezing cold. You could bundle up and be warm enough. You know what I'm saying? You don't necessarily have to start a fire because you are inside the cave and, and there's not a lot of wind getting in, so you all can... Bundle up, set up your camp, get everything ready for bed. You do that. What's the plan? Torgan, you said you were taking first watch. Yeah, I thought that's what you asked about. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, Torgan, you're taking the first watch? Yep. I can go second if you want. Um, I don't know about that. You need to get rest, Kyorgi. I'm with her. Okay, you all can watch and I'll get rest. I'm still feeling pretty good. I could probably take second watch. You know who hasn't took watch at all? Me. Me. The guy we don't want to take watch. Mr. Two Identities. You <laughs> know <laughs> what? Okay, so uh, so Torgan is taking the first watch, right? Yes. Yeah. And Torgan really doesn't care if Claren takes a watch. Everyone goes and settles down and gets ready for some sleepies. Sleepies? Except for Torgan. Torgan, you set up your little spot there and you're going to watch and just make sure nothing goes wrong. Everybody drifts off to sleep. Torgan. Yes. Give me a perception check, my bro. Perception. It's a 12. Ooh. Oh, man. He tr- he wanted you to pass oh, a 42. Ugh. <laughs> nah. Ah, classic Paul. He wanted you to pass a DC 15, my dude. Well, am I looking out 
of the no. ca- cavern, and if so, does that become my preferred terrain? <laughs> you can go look out the cavern all you want to, but I'll tell you this, looking out the cavern is definitely not what you want to be doing when you're trying to perceive what's in the cavern. Okay. Then never mind. You're laying. You're, you're just chilling. Uh, no. um, you're, you know, are you covered up or anything, bundled up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Sitting down. You don't fall asleep or anything like that, but you're just kind of sitting there, passing the time. You hear a drip, drip. Drip, 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 drip. Okay, let me see. Let me find a D4 here. Oh. We've got four other people in the room. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I rolled a three. So that's Ezra. Oh, no. And I rolled a four. That's Zach. Oh, no. <laughs> Laren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are so nervous right now. It's so good. <laughs> a spider crawls up your pants and bites you on the leg. Ah! Claren, you're dreaming. Yes. You know, you're kind of just starting to get into that that REM sleep and dreaming about your dad. Oh, please, Lord, no. It's like a stressful dream. Like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and, and then, like, in the dream, like, this big guy coming up behind you, his name's Roberto. He grabs you and starts Roberto. dragging you hey, off. Roberto. You're being, like, dragged off in the night. You're, like, kind of struggling, and, and you open your eyes. Something has gotten a hold of your leg and is dragging you across the floor. Are you? S- oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yo, what's got me? All right, let's see. You are going to take 10 piercing damage (laughs) as it bites down hard onto your leg. What? It lets go of your leg, lets out a shriek, (laughs) and swings its tail at you. What's your armor class? Oh, uh, 15. That's a hit. You. You take six bludgeoning damage as it slaps you across the side and sends you sliding across the floor. At the moment this is happening, though, Chris. What up? You snap awake, and something has lifted you up off the floor in its jaws. Sweet! Oh my gosh, what is it? Ah! Ah! Velociraptor. What's your armor class, Chris? <laughs> it's a 12. I know I'm, like, suspended in the air. Am I able to react with shield? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can react. This is a surprise round, so you okay. guys just aren't getting to act until they get done acting, but you can react with shield. Okay, I want to react with shield. Uh, what's that raise your AC to? That'll bring it to 17, and it'll also bring up my projected ward. Okay. Unfortunately, 17 is exactly what it got. Roll 12 plus 5. Oof. So it is still going to hit you, so you're still going to take that 6 damage, or 5 damage, rather. That's fine. I just wanted the boofs. You're going to take the 5 damage, and you get the bonus. You get the bonus, uh, you know, the shield or whatever, so that's cool. But when that comes up, though, it does drop you, uh, and, like, its teeth rake against your back scratching you for five damage and then it swings around tries to smack you with its tail and is your shield only lasts for that one attack right uh no it lasts the whole round oh it's the whole round plus five so yeah. the next one was a 16 you lucky dog so yes. uh, the tail nice. is just a little off and misses you with the tail uh, but you all hear this commotion and torgan you turn to see that apparently your two friends were being drug off by what looked like two very strange creatures that is terrifying paul one is a dark blue. It's a very large lizard, uh, about the size of the size of a lion. It has slimy skin and a weird, wide mouth lined with sharp teeth and black eyes. What the heck? It's got a hold of old uh, Claren. Oh, no. It's just smacked Claren with this big, long, slimy blue tail. On the other side of the room, though, you hear a thud as Chris hits the floor, rolling away from a very similar creature, except its skin is a deep, deep orangish red. What in the world, bro? Let's roll initiatives. Initiatizing! 
15. 15, Chris says. 12. 12 for Kjorg. 15 for Torgan. Mogert's got a 19. So, Claren, you got a 21? What else? No, wait. 14 plus 9 is a 23. It's 23. Yeah. All right. Whoa. Kjorg, Mogert, wake up. Claren, you're the first one with a chance to react. Heck yeah. What you going to do, boy? Well, I don't have a dagger, so I can... You have a short sword. Oh, okay, that's yeah. the... Yeah, that'll work. Let's use short sword. All right, you're going to attack with a short sword. Did it still have me by the leg? No, it dropped you and hit you with a tail. Slapped you. Whoosh. Ow. Rolled it. I got a 19, baby. That's a hit. Uh, short that sword. That is a hit. Here we go. 1d6 plus 4. <laughs> Max. <laughs> well done. Okay. And yours is the uh, the blue one? Is that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Chris yeah, got attacked by the orange one. You're attacking the blue one. Uh, and okay. You, is you, that the orange drake on You slash across it for 10. It's a lizard bat from the orange drake on Kelly. It's red. It's like, a, it's red. It, it's a red one. It's definitely red. Uh, the, these are like long. They're very low to the ground. And they're slimy. Okay. Ooh. Uh, you want to come at it with your rope dagger? Yes. Can I? Let's do it. No, it's, it's going to have... Yes, you can. It's just that it will be with disadvantage. Okay. Oh. Because it's so close. That's that's all it is. All right, here we go. That will work. Okay, so you got a 24 because your other one was a 16. Yeah. And you got disadvantage. Okay. That's still, that's 24 is still going to do it. Though. Nice. Okay. Sweet. is pretty good. So roll me 1d4. You don't get the bonus because it's your second hit. Got a three. So you stick the rope dagger in him. And kind of swing it around, it comes in the side and sticks him. It kind of like squirms and, and, and it like jerks its head back and forth like it doesn't like that. And uh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, but I'm going to shout. I probably need help over here. Mogert, it's your turn. Mogert! He doesn't like getting woken up in the middle of the night. You're kind of on the left side of the room, closer to where Claren's at. Right. And Claren just yelled out, I'm going to need some help. You jerk awake. You see a big, weird-looking, blue, slimy, giant lizard flopping around over there trying to bite him, swing its tail at him. She's going to grab her turtle rock, and she's going to rage. Rage monster. Go ahead. You going to run at him and hit him? Yes. Mogert's going to run right. over and hit him. Roll it. <gasps> so that's, that's a 17. 17 plus 8. Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> yeah, that's a hit. This is two-handed... So that's 12 damage with the first hit. That's a lot of damage. Is that adding your plus two rage damage? No, that's not adding the... So how much is a rage damage? Two? Two. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So 14 damage. So 14 damage. damage? Yeah. Okay, you whack him real hard. Gertie, help us. The second one is not good. What'd you roll? 11. Total? Total. That's not going to do it. Gertie, you didn't help us. <laughs> okay. You missed him. Okay. <laughs> is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Uh, then now it is the red one's turn. Right. Chris, he's coming at you again, boy. Okay. Coming at you with them big sharp teeth. And uh, it still hasn't been your turn, right? So you still got that shield? Yeah. Got another 16. Yes. Let's go. Nice change dice. <laughs> and this one is a 15. Okay. So he misses with his bite and then he misses with his tail. Unfortunately. Very nice. He sucks. Now the blue one's going to go. He's over there. He's going to bite at Mogert. Oh, yeah. Do it. This is a 21 to hit. That's a hit. You take 10 piercing damage, but you take half that because you're raging. He swings his tail at Claren. Ah. What's your armor class, Claren? 15. 
Okay, that is a miss. Well, you got a twelve. So, yeah, they're not rolling great right now. They. Uh, and that is the end of his their his turns. Both of them. They both took their turns. They're kind of hissing and stepping back. Chris, it's your turn. You got an orangish red looking lizard thing right in front of you. An orange lizard bat. I do. I do want to clarify. It's not a lizard bat. It's just a giant lizard. A slimy, nasty looking lizard. In fact, if you were to describe it, it looks like a giant salamander. Like a water lizard. But it's orange and red. It's not really watery. Go ahead. What you gonna do, Chris? I know what you should not do. I think I'm gonna throw a fourth level witch bolt at it. Fourth level? Wowza. Yeah, I'm a little mad that he picked me up in my sleep. That's aggravating. Okay, go ahead. Uh, roll, roll it. A plus eight to hit. A 26. Oof. Boy, that is a big hit. It hits him, so roll me 40. Hit your 40 12 button there, and let's see what happens. 40 12. 4D 12s. 40 12s. 26 damage. Okay, 26. Well, let's see. 26 for 26. This is the red one, right? Yeah. I kind of just look over at him. Who do you think you are? And cast the witch bolt. Oof. Boy, oh boy, did that hurt. You hit him really hard. The electricity just racks through his body. And it's ugly. Just kind of like he doesn't scream or screech or anything. It's just like, ugh, like trapped and really froze up. So is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Next on the docket, Torgan. Next. You got a blue uh, lizard over there between Mogert and Claren. And you got Chris over there shocking the Padoopies out of a red lizard. <laughs> Padoopie. <laughs> Torgan's going to cast Hunter's Mark on the blue one. Okay. And then he will shoot his longbow at it. Shoot that longbow at the blue one. Shoot it. 21. That's a hit. All right. 21. 21. 21. Kill it, please. Eight damage from the arrow and then yeah. an extra three. And this is the blue one, right? Yes. Okay, your arrow sinks into its midriff. Do you do that a second time? Yes. Same one. Same one. Shoot him. 20. That is a hit. Yeah, boy. Five damage. Does the spell still count? Let's check it and see. I think it's every time you hit it. Choose a creature. You deal an extra d6 whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. So there you go. Oh, yeah, boss. Oh, yeah. Two more damage. Two more damage. Big hitter. Kjorg. 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 It's your turn. Kjorg wants to attack the orange one. Okay. That's what I got. 13. Is that a total? Yep. Man, I'm sorry, but I got to tell you. It's a miss. That's a miss. That's the... Cur- What'd you roll? Four. Four. Yeah, that's, wow. that's the right bonus. Uh, You swinging at him again? Yeah, I'll do the same thing. Roll it. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Also uh, three miss. plus nine. Twelve. That's two misses. That is tough. Two misses. I'm just swinging in, into the air. Uh, Claren. Whiff, yeah. whiff. Here we go. It's your turn. He was really asleep. I close him out of this little booger. Yeah, I'm wiping boogers out of my ass. Is it all up in my biz still? Yeah, yeah, it's right next to Okey you. Okie dokie. Swat, it. But now you can have sneak attack against it because there's other people here. Let's Over. do it. Anyway. Roll it. 15. That's a hit. Yay! So how does this uh, sneak attack crap work? Your minimum damage will kill it. So you kill it all the way to death. What happens? Can I tell you what happens? Sure. Yeah, tell me what happens. Yay! I've always wanted to do this. 
I just grab my short sword with both hands, jump up, and just go, ah, right through its head. Nice. (laughs) You stick your sword down through its head, it kind of like gurgles and falls over dead. Don't ever bite my foot again. Which one was that? The blue one. I got a second attack, right? Can I turn around and shoot my bow at the other one? You can throw your um, guard at it since you've already got two weapons out. Oh, yeah, let's do that. 12 plus 8, so that's a 20. Okay. Is this one sneak attack too? That's a hit. Chris, you're right next to it, aren't you? I'm next to it. Yeah. It's the orange one. And Kyorgis, so yeah. Yeah, we both are. So you need to roll 1d4 plus the damage, and then you need to roll 46s or 3d6s. Four. 46s. Yeah, damage to one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 46s. Okay. Here's the first one. <laughs> Six. And then... Dang, boy. So 25? 25. 25? 25. Yeah. 25? That's big, dude. Your dart goes right into the eye of the orange one across the room. Yeah. Into its tiny little brain, and it yeah. falls over dead. <laughs> Dang, well. boy. Clarence! Uh, Calm I down. There's now lightning just shooting out of its eye. I hate unwanted visitors. Then you hear something. <sighs> Dang it. You just, Spoke too soon. <laughs> you just walk in the uh, whole clan. <laughs> it's a big roar. And then a much bigger roar. You see something moving out of the corner of your eye, and you look up on the left side of the room, crawling down out of a crack against the wall and the ceiling, comes another red one. Ah. You want some piece of these? But it's about eight times the size of the one you just killed. Holy mama. On the opposite side of the room comes another blue one. That's about three times the size of the red one that just crawled out of the ceiling. All right. Lord, this is bad. This is dumb. I'm done. (laughs) I I can see. This is amazing. (laughs) This is amazing. The red one comes rushing down, screeching toward you, Clarence. Gosh. Bring it on. First thing it does, it is going to try and bite you. Now I'm mad. Okay, that's a 28 to hit. Is that hit? That's a miss. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. It's a 26. That's a miss. Yeah, that's a hit. 26. That's a hit. (laughs) 26 comes rushing down, and he just launches itself onto you. And and this is a gigantic orange and red salamander-looking thing with, like, these weird spiky things coming all down its back. And the closer it gets to you, the hotter you get. And when it jumps on you, man, it is burning hot to the touch. It deals you 11, 12, 13, 14, 14, 15 piercing damage from the bite. And also, its mouth is so hot, it burns you for two extra damage. So that's going to be 17 damage. You can uncanny dodge that if you want to, and you will take nine damage. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay. So you take nine damage instead. How big exactly is it? Big enough. Uh, it's large. It's a large creature. It's probably like 12 feet long. Great. Pretty big. Oh, it swings its tail around at you, Mogert. And the blue one's even bigger than that? Oh, the blue one's about three times that size. That is a 22 to hit you, Mogert. Does it hit? Duh. All right, two D6s. That's not too bad. So you take 11 bludgeoning damage. And then you take seven fire damage on top of that. So that's 18 damage. So, of course, you're going to take half the bludgeoning. Okay. So what was yeah. that I said? said 11. 11. So that's what, so you take five, six, six bludgeoning damage and then seven fire damage. And as it smacks you with its tail, its tail is very loose. And it wraps around you. You are grappled. 
Oh. This is the same one that attacked me, or is this the other one? The same one. So you're grappled, which basically just means you're restrained. You can't move currently. Attack rolls against you have advantage. Your attacks have disadvantage. And it ha- uh, you have disadvantage on de- dexterity saves. But on your turn, you can spend your action to try and escape from it. Okay. Uh, the blue one comes rushing down towards Kjorg and Chris. First, he goes for Chris. Okay. With a claw, it swipes at you. What's your armor class? Uh, it's a 12 now. Okay, that is a 17 to hit. Oof. That is a hit. Eight piercing damage. Okay. With a claw. It's got three legs, like, on each side. So, like, six total, I guess it would be. Does it change colors? That's not cool, bro. It's going to try and claw you again, Chris. Same roll. This time, you take seven piercing damage. Ew. It is going to try and bite you, Cured. What? What? Uh, that's a 26 to hit. It is. You take a nine piercing damage. And when it bites down, the skin around its teeth freezes. And you take 10 cold damage. Wow. It brings one more claw around, tries to hit you, Cured. What's your AC? 16. It's a hit. And you take nine piercing damage from the claw. Mogert. God, this is not good. <laughs> Mogert, it is your turn. I guess I'll use my first action to get ungrappled. So 17. So with a 17, you are able to kind of bear down, grit, and break free. You won't be able to attack it this turn. But remember your feature, ancestral feature, where the first creature you attack on your turn has disadvantage on any attack that isn't against you. Yeah. So I whenever can, you attack this thing, I can't because I haven't attacked it yet. Right, but whenever you do, that'll that'll change things. Okay, that makes it Chris's turn. Chris, it's your turn. Okay, so the blue one that just attacked me and cured. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm gonna throw a chromatic orb at third level. At that. Okay. Well, let me just tell you, it is within five feet of you. Yeah. So anything with a range like that will require disadvantage mm. you can feel the cold coming off of it too Chris as close as it is honestly I think I'm still gonna go for it okay let's have it mm, that's not good that's already a fail 12 okay yeah I think that probably is gonna be a fail uh, yes that is a failure yep. unfortunately so your orb goes flying off and smacks onto the wall what was it what kind it was fire anything else no that's it. Okay. Torgan. Wow. The big boys are back in town. Uh, <laughs> Gosh. Seems like mommy and daddy aren't so happy about you guys murdering their little babies. So Seems like it. Well, their babies shouldn't have bit me on the foot. Well, their babies were just trying to find din-dins for mom and dad. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Torgan, what you got? Torgan will cast Ensnaring Strike on the big blue one. Okay second level and then fire longbow at it okay that is a 21 to hit the which one the blue one the blue one the big mama the big mama yeah big mama takes uh she's gonna get hit at 21 yes all right that's five okay yeah it's just five okay but she will take um some damage at the start of her turns because of the ensnaring strike Yes, you hit it, and thorns, like, what's that look like? These thorns coming up out of your out of your arrow, or how does that work? Yeah, magic thorny vines sprouting out of the arrow and just kind of entrapping her. 
Okay, so this says they must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. A large or larger creature has advantage on the saving throw. If the target succeeds, the vines shrivel away. While restrained, they take 1d6 piercing at the start of its turns. So I will roll for Big Mama. Strength with advantage. Ooh, her strength is pretty good. Wow. I rolled a four and a two. Nice. Hey. Uh, and even with a plus five strength, that ain't going to do it. So she is restrained for a moment. And at the beginning of her turn, she'll take 1d6 of damage. Or 2d6s because it's level two, right? Oh right. Has she been hurt yet? This is the first time she's been hurt. Yeah, I'll attack her again. It's a 22. Yeah. Uh-huh. Five damage. And now, let me know if I'm reading this correctly. I have... Um, Colossus Slayer. Once per turn, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, the creature takes an extra 1d8 damage if it's below its HP maximum. Would that apply here? Yeah. Oh yeah, boy. So nice. roll another d8. Woo! Stack it on it's there. Seven. Oh yes. Seven more damage. There's a nice little, nice little slap with that uh, arrow. Okay, Kjorg. Kjorg and our hero. It's your turn. Okay. So, are they, we're all kind of cl- pretty close together, right? You and Chris are over here with Blue Mama, and uh, Claren and Mogert are over on the left side of the room with Red Daddy. You guys are probably 20 feet away from each 20 other. 20 feet? <laughs> yeah, why? How heavy is Red Daddy? I mean, I don't know. Pretty heavy. <laughs> few hundies, anyway. Few hundies? Few hundies, No, yeah. you're with the mama. I'm with the daddy. But you're, Yeah, you're with, you're with Blue Mama. You're with Blue Mama. No. She's she's like a ton. What do we do? Yeah, Me were... and Zach are with No, Blue Mama came down over there where the red one was. And Red Daddy came over there where the blue one was. He switched it. And I was with the red one. So I'm with Blue yes. Mama. Yes, so now we have the blue one. You're with Blue Mama. Blue Mama's the, the one that, that bit you with the cold, remember? She bit you on the arm with the and, icy cold. And Ezra and Flea are with Joe. Yeah. They're with, with Joe, da- Joe Daddy. Joe Daddy. Joe Daddy. <laughs> Joe Red Daddy. Red Daddy Blue Mama. No, we're with Angie. Red Daddy Blue Mama. <laughs> Joe and Angie. Angie Daddy. <laughs> Angie who? Joe Mama and Angie Daddy. <laughs> they are real. Okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to attack? Let's let's have it. You want to know what Kjorg wants to do? Yeah, I know exactly what Kjorg wants to what do. What does he want to do? He Skin wants to get big, d- don't he? Get big? He does want to do that. You know what else he wants to do? Get swole. What's he want to do? What he wants to do is take Red Daddy by the tail and slam it into Blue Mama. Let me just be real with you. There is only one way Cure could accomplish that. What way is that? He's going to have to get big. He's gonna, I'm going to do that. Standard Cure could not pull that off, but Big Cure might be able to. I, well, I figured that. I said Big Cure could probably get it done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Is that forearm Cure? Forearm Cure. Or is that four-legged oh, Cure? okay. Yeah, Big Cure. <laughs> I thought you meant like he grew like really big. <laughs> Swole he cured. grew two extra arms. Swaller cured. Does Kjorg bust out his arms? So, you guys see Kjorg's symbol of Palor start to glow. Mm. And then he screams, It's the people's champion! And then Very two good. extra Ooh. arms burst out. Two arms. Okay, what are you doing? Wasn't so, you holding gold in your hands? <laughs> <laughs> Does it fling out? <laughs> you, you see some gold in those extra hands that just popped out. <laughs> <laughs> just go flying out. Oh just cheers. Come on, yes. Kjord. What do you do? So I want to grab the red daddy by the tail 
and try to swing it over onto, like slam it down. Okay, so since you're extra, since you've got your extra arms out here, you do have a feature that like helps you with grappling. Wait, is he going for the red one? He's going for the red one. Yeah, you've got forearm oh. grappling, if you recall. Yes. Grab it. With this, I'll say I'm going to say you're probably going to have to use all four hands. That's what I was thinking anyway. Pr- pretty beefy, dude. Yeah. Uh, so you're not going to be able to use your extra extra attack, but we'll say you can use your one primary attack to swing this dude real hard into uh, Angie. <laughs> Angie? <laughs> no, it's swinging Angie into Joe. Angie, oh, Daddy, Angie Daddy into I'm Joe. Sorry. Angie I'm sorry. Daddy. You're so, my bad. My Joe bad. Yeah, you're. Uh, I got it backwards, you know. Uh, you're swinging Angie into Joe. Okay, go grab, go grab <laughs> Angie by the tail. All right, what do I need to roll here? Yo, Mama Angie, Daddy. <laughs> what do I need to roll here? Are you proficient with this uh, <laughs> this big this big blue thing? I, I think he is. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna give you proficiency, but I am gonna give you advantage because I do think it's cool. So, yes. Um, you're gonna roll plus strength, and remember, your strength goes up when you have extra arms. By one, so it's plus six, I think, to hit. Okay, Maddie, with advantage. Maddie. When T. Uh, so yeah, your bonus is up by one, so you got a plus six. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? What? Sad day. Oh my gosh. So nine or eleven? Double advantage. Do you have inspiration? He has inspiration. I'm going to use my inspiration <laughs> to roll one more d twenty. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's see it. Oh, wow, 14. <laughs> yeah. Dang, those rolls. It's actually a 15. Um, oh, yeah, it's 15. Uh, but unfortunately, that's still not enough. Darn. Oh, my oh. gosh. Instead, he just launches the small red one. Yeah, you, you launch. Well, small is not exactly the right word for it. You launch the red one, and I'm going to give Smaller. the red one a little bit of bludgeoning damage for hitting the wall. It does not hit uh, Joe. Angie's going to take, let's see, seven. We'll, we'll give your bonus to it. We'll call it uh, 13 damage. Nice. He, he smacks the wall, kind of lands, shaking his head. You technically still have another attack if you want to use it, because you did take the attack action. Um, What if I did the same attack? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, fine. Go ahead and do the same attack. <laughs> no, no advantage this time, though. Just the one... D20. That is an oh eight. <laughs> <laughs> no. This time you do not even manage to uh, to, to hurt the red one. He just kind of goes flying across the room, lands on his feet, <laughs> looks at you like, what wow. are you doing, such man? such bad Stop rolls. Stop <laughs> Claren, it's your turn. <laughs> Which one am I near now? I don't know, because he threw the one that was near. Yeah, he pulled the one away from you guys that you were near. So you're not right up next to any. You can try to hurt the one across the room from you with your rope dart or short bow, which does more damage, and you'll have sneak attack if you shoot the blue one. Let's do the shoot the blue one. Sneak attack it. Okay. With a short bow. Yep. Okay. 22. Okay, 22. That's a hit. Roll the damage. So it's 1d6 plus your mod, and then plus four extra d6s on uh, Joe. <laughs> Plus an additional 16 damage of sneak attack on Joe. Nice. She is not happy about that. She's shrieking. You take a second attack? I do. Well, actually, you know what? I don't know that you can. Why? So in order for you to attack twice, you have to attack once with each hand. So if you use a two-handed weapon like a short bow, you can't attack twice. I'll just switch hands. I'm right-hand dominant. I'm going to use my left hand as my dominant (laughs) hand. (laughs) That's, that's That's not how any of this works. 
Uh, so yeah, so you can't take another attack. Okay. Okay, but you did pretty good. I mean, you hit yeah, over that twenty was, damage. That's pretty good. All right, now <laughs> it is uh, it's Angie's turn. Angie did not enjoy anything that just happened to him. Which one's Angie? <laughs> is that the red one? Angie Daddy. Yeah, it's Daddy, he, right? Okay. Yeah, Red Daddy is going to run toward Kjorg, full peel ahead, and he's going to leap towards you, Kjorg. Oh, he's going to try and bite you first. That is a miss. Yeah, boy. A narrow miss. He lands and slides, and then he is going to swing his tail around towards you, Kjorgi. Ooh, this one is a hit. <laughs> you take. Oof, that is 14 bludgeoning damage. Wow. Plus six fire damage. Now, you do have some of your stuff, so you could do arm defense, which is you can use your arms to defend yourself on an incoming attack and reduces the damage by 1d12. I'll do that. Okay, so you do that, and so you just roll d12 and subtract it from whatever damage you just took. Okay, so that reduces seven damage. Okay, so just take that off there. Uh, also, you're grappled. That tail wraps around you, and you are grappled. Okay. On your next turn, you'll have to use an action to uh, to get free if you want to do that, or you can try and attack with disadvantage. You're restrained. You can't move. Okay. Joe Mama turns. <laughs> she is very displeased. She's restrained, right? She, uh, she just took a bunch of arrows, and she is going to charge forward to the other side of the room where these nasty little biteys keep flying toward... Oh, wait, she's restrained. Yeah. You're right. I just rolled right past you and it caught up in my ears. She has these little these little vines all over her and she's very ticked off about it. So the first thing that she is going to do is what? She has to make a... First, got to take a D, two D6s. Two D6s. Yeah. Do you roll that? You roll that for me. Roll me that two D6 damage. Nine. Nine? Nine. Hey. These little thornies start stabbing into her all around. She lets out a shriek. Not happy, not happy at all about that. Uh, what's the strength save, DC? 12. She got a dirty 20, so Ooh, she is okay. going to break free uh, on this. And having broken free, she is going to turn in your direction, my bro. And uh, Chris. Yes. I'm going to say you're, you're also in that direction, Chris. And uh, I need both of y'all to make me a constitution saving throw. This is not good. Oh, dang. I thought she was right up on me. She is right up on you. She kind of rolls around, and you are between her and Torgan. It's at 12 total. 18. Okay, Chris. You better be glad. This this probably ain't going to be good. Yay. She opens her mouth real wide. Mm. A blast of freezing air comes out toward both of you. I don't like that. Am I close enough to give shield to Torgan? What's the distance? Uh, you can see within 30 feet. Yeah, you can see them. Yeah. So it takes 2d6 damage away from whatever you roll. Okay, go ahead and roll it. That's 10 damage taken away. Thanks. I rolled the lion. Torgan, I rolled 39 damage. Ooh. Gross. You take 29. Wow. Ooh. I'm glad that's spiritual. Chris, you take, you take 19. Because you succeeded. Ow. That hurt. I would have helped both of y'all if I could, but... No, you're good. That is... Uh, that's the end of her turn because of the strength save and the fireball and the blast. That's all she got. And now it's Mogert's turn. Uh, but honestly, as the ice comes firing across the room... Is everybody still up? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think that's probably where we're going to have to end this episode. Or just give them a really long episode. Mm. Well, 
Things were just getting intense. <laughs> Let me say this. These two are still doing pretty good. Yeah, they seem pretty tough. You mean these two, Torgan and Chris, right? No, I mean Joe good. and Angie. Uh, Joe, uh, honestly, I feel pretty good. But another hit like that, I will not. Joe and Angie, do you feel good? I mean, I'm okay. Do you feel good, Chris? How you doing, Chris? I'm at 53 out of 56. I was about to try to hit it really hard. Is that the first time you got hit? You just got through oh, my temporary your, hit I, points in my projected ward. Right. I forgot about yeah. your projected ward. See, that's where I was confused. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Well, fellas and lady and everyone who's listening out there in listener land, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, this listener one has land. been... Uh, listener land. This has been pretty interesting. Stupid lizards. Next episode, we might lose some characters. Thank you for listening. Next time, we'll see if these enormous cave salamanders... Uh, are going to get their din-dins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> them din-dins. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. I don't taste good. We love you guys, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Pepper, and I play Jack. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hi. Nope. I'm Ezra. Nope. And I play Claren. I'm about said ball. Claren cheese. Claren cheese. Claren <laughs> <laughs> cheese. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Swiss. No. <laughs> Say who you play. Swiss. Zach. I play Come Swiss on. Chris, and I play. <laughs> Can't do it. I'm. That's it. I quit. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> he left. Oh, left. <laughs> That just ended the recording, so we now he's going to have to record. We'll have to restart the thing. Yeah. And Torgan really doesn't care if Claren takes a watch. Yeah. I don't care about none of you guys. I'm going to kill every one of you when you're done anyway. Okay, <laughs> when you say things like that. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He doesn't say that. <laughs> now everybody can't wait to go to sleep with you around, man. They're so excited <laughs> to sleep with you around. He's officially <laughs> on the no watch list with Torgan. <laughs> okay. All right. Whoa. Kjorg. Mogert. Wake up. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Like, Whoa. Then you're the like, sun, dude. Whoa. Then you were like, Whoa. 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 Whoa.